After an impressive preseason performance against the New England Patriots, the Jordan Love hype train took off on Monday. No, we don't have to use just the second preseason game as a reason to get excited about Jordan Love, but there are plenty of reasons. Plus, who has the most on the line this week as we head into cutdowns, final roster cutdowns. Yes, we are at that point in the preseason process already. All of that on today's show. You are locked on Packers. He's got great speed. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Christian Watson down the sideline. Locked on podcast network. And he will score. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. It was predictable. It was only a matter of time before we got to see on the field enough to make the national media recognize what Locked On Packers listeners, what everydayers of this program knew for months and maybe years potentially, that Jordan Love is not going to suck. And we hinted at this on Saturday night after our live show. For those of you listening in the audio-only version, that is the Monday show on your feed. We talked about this. We are no longer looking at, could Jordan Love be terrible? Could he be Josh Rosen? Could he be these, these players who just flame out never to be heard from again? We're past that point. We are in the, okay, what can they be? In ESPN, first take, get up, multiple segments. You are having these conversations now around Jordan Love. Rich Eisen on his show talked about this. About, well, Jordan Love just might be great. Might just be awesome. What if that happens? What if that happened? If only we've been discussing that on the show for weeks and weeks and weeks. But I thought we would be served to dig into exactly what we saw in the second preseason game and and dovetail it with what we saw in the first preseason game and what we've seen over the course of the Jordan Love era that lets us know that that there isn't it isn't just this recency bias that gives us this evidence. There, there are going to be, let's see, um, Vikings fans, Bears fans, Cowboys fans, Jets fans randomly. Like, why are Jets fans mad if Jordan Love is good? If you're a Jets fan, you have the best quarterback in your uh, in your quarterback room since God knows when, since, since prime Joe Namath. I mean, it's the only franchise that has even a conversation to be had about quarterback doldrums with the Chicago Bears, and they're worried about Jordan Love. It just doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. There are actual concrete reasons we can point to to say, look, here is the evidence. 
So there is a handful of traits. Let's just talk about quarterbacking in a vacuum. What are the traits that allow you to be, let's start with just like baseline adequate. So let's think about the baseline adequate quarterbacks in the NFL, the Jared Goffs of the world, the Kirk Cousins of the world, the Derek Carrs of the world, that mid-tier, like you're not bad. You have to run the offense effectively, make good reads, avoid turnovers at a reasonable rate, and that's it. That's it. So if you don't do those things, like if you just do one of those things, you can run the offense. You are a borderline starting quarterback. You are in that bottom tier of starters. You're in that Baker Mayfield class of starters. Baker Mayfield can run your offense. Now, part of the problem with Baker Mayfield is he thinks he's much better than that. He thinks he can make all sorts of plays outside of structure. He thinks he can do, you know, 16 things that the play call is not asking him to do. And so he's going to try and do it. And then he throws an interception and it's like, oh my God, what happened? Well, Baker Mayfield thought he was Patrick Mahomes, and spoiler alert, Baker Mayfield not Patrick Mahomes. So run the offense. Jacoby Brissett in Cleveland, perfect example. Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy in San Francisco, perfect examples. Just run the offense. Just make good decisions based on the play that's called. Do we have the information to say that about Jordan Love. Well, based on, I don't know if we have definitively enough evidence to say, yes, proof, this guy does it in a way that like, say, Aaron Rodgers did. We don't have that proof. But the evidence we do have suggests he is not going to just put the ball in harm's way to put the ball in harm's way. That's a key here. Avoid the negative plays. In camp, just a handful, like as in can count on one hand, the number of bad decisions slash bad throw that results like pro football focus calls them turnover worthy plays in, you know, almost a month now of football, we're talking about a handful of plays. Whereas you look around the league, Jimmy Garoppolo had a, a practice where he had like six, eight interceptions. Justin Fields is throwing them every day. Aaron Rodgers had a practice the other day where he had three or four interceptions. Jordan Love is not doing that. He's taking what the defense gives him. So let's point to this preseason game. A ton of too high. Take away the middle of the field. Well, this offense is designed to attack the middle of the field. What did the Packers do? Well, they did hit a couple in the middle of the field. They ran a four-verts concept. They snuck Luke Musgrave out in the middle of the field. And what did Jordan Love do? Found Luke Musgrave in the middle of the field. And Musgrave has the athleticism to go make a play with the ball in his hands in the middle of the field. Simple throw, three air yards. It's a 10-yard pickup. And most importantly, it's a first down. Third and seven, slant on the outside. Really good coverage. But it's a better ball and a better catch by Romeo Dobbs. You're able to make that work. Jordan Love, over the course of this summer process, has shown that he is not going to force the ball into coverage just for the sake of forcing the ball into coverage. That is a really good trait to have, and it doesn't matter. Pressure, no pressure, blitz, no blitz, it doesn't matter. He seems to be developed 
evolved even to the place where he is not feeling it necessary to force the football where it doesn't belong. That is a huge component. Brock Purdy, by the way, like one of the NFC favorites, likes to push the ball in places that maybe it doesn't belong. Not a gaiety, just a thing that is true about him as a quarterback. The other part of this, so run the offense, avoid the negative plays. And then the, the, the key thing, if you want to be a good to great quarterback, there is this trait you have to have, and that is the ability to make plays outside of structure. Now, the Luke Musgrave throw on the boot, that play, to my mind, designed to go to Luke Musgrave all the way. When Jordan Love makes the play action fake, rolls out, he knows he's going to throw that to Luke Musgrave. They they designed that play, or they called that play, certainly, based on a look that they saw last week against the Bengals when Jaden Reed is wide open. Now, they hit the bender to Romeo Dobbs, so it didn't matter, but Jaden Reed's wide open. They go back, and they, I'm sure they look at the tape, and they go, hmm, let's see. So they called that play action slide concept, and the Patriots were well-schooled on it. So they thought, okay, here it comes back. Here it comes. Are you going to overrun it like the Bengals did? They didn't. And Jordan Love tried to make a play. I thought it was a good play. He consistently goes where the ball needs to go. But the Jaden Reed touchdown, that is a second reaction outside of structure play. Fade, fade, pump, throw, dart, touchdown. Can you do a little more than what is asked in the play without creating additional risk? Jordan Love sees a one-on-one matchup, middle of the field, no safeties. This is a, if I can put the ball in this, in, in anywhere near my receiver, it's a catch. And if I can put it on him in stride, it's a touchdown. He's avoiding negative plays. He is consistently finding the right players. And he is doing what he has to do outside of structure. That is essential in this offense. And it gives him the ceiling. It's why you're seeing right now, today, all of these shows out there, the sports shows going, hey, how about this Jordan Love? And to that I say, yeah, how about this Jordan Love? We've been talking about him for weeks, for months, maybe even years. Unlocked on Packers. We're going to talk about some players with a lot at stake in the upcoming weeks. Well, really the week because final cuts are coming up around the corner next week, but probably starting on Sunday. So less than a week to get this all figured out. That is all coming up here on Locked on Packers. You know what's great? Concerts. You know what's decidedly less great? Buying concert tickets. It shouldn't be stressful, but it is often the most stressful part of going to any concert. And I'm not talking about just like Taylor Swift or Beyonce or uh, Harry Styles. It can be any concert. It can be a stressful process, but it doesn't have to be. And that's why Game Time is here to help you. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and a lot more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always be getting the best price. 
If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you for the difference, but not just the difference, 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are that they are going to give you the best price on your ticket. So how can you benefit from all this is what you're asking me. I know it is. Download the Game Time app, create an account. And use code locked on NFL, you get $20 off your first purchase. Can you use $20? You could get half a t-shirt at a concert. You could get one beer at a concert. No, $20 is a lot of money to a lot of people. That is, it is, I would very, very much like to have an extra $20 in my pocket. So Use the promo code locked on NFL to get that $20 off. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code locked on NFL for that $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. Every day is Jason Hershorn on the show this week for a rookie orientation series on Carrington Valentine, who he wrote about last week for The Leap a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. He is America's guest. He is also my co-founder at The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You know the deal on that. And so really excited to bring that to you later this week. So there are a lot of opportunities here. I pause because I, I hate that I start these segments with so on such a regular basis. I just, it's a tick I have and I need you guys to do me a favor. Anytime I do it, if I don't realize it, if it's not caught in edits, send me a message, tweet me. Seriously, tweet me and say, you, you dummy. <laughs> Hold me accountable. I I need it. I need the accountability on this. I I feel like I start so many segments which so and maybe I start conversations that way. Maybe I maybe I need to check myself on this. Do I start conversations this way? Do, are we just like sitting down at the table and I'm just like, "So, I probably am." Mm. Now I've maybe interrogated this beyond where I am comfortable interrogating it. Um Let's go, let's go literally any other direction. <laughs> um, this week is the final week that any of these players have an opportunity to prove themselves. And in terms of actual on-field impact, I don't know that there are that many positions actually up for grabs. now. You know, we talked about this on our live show, or was it right before our live show? Where there are actually more jobs up for grabs than maybe we realized coming into camp. And to hear Matt LaFleur tell it, I don't know that Josh Myers is really on the hot seat the way that we think he is. And it's possible that some of the, hey, let's throw Josh Myers out there. Or, hey, let's throw Zach Tom out there or John Runyon Jr. out there. They're always throwing Josh Myers out there. Was really more about posturing. It's hard to really know because against the Patriots, we didn't see that. We didn't see JRJ take a bunch of snaps at center. We didn't see Zach Tom take a bunch of snaps at center. So are they just like, Josh Myers is fine? We had an explanation for what happened on the snap that... 
you know, there was a dummy cadence, but that the dummy cadence actually got a defender to move, but not jump into the neutral zone. And they, they drill the centers that if someone jumps into the neutral zone, snap the ball, but they didn't. And so no one was ready except Josh Myers, who thought he jumped in. It's a whole thing. The moral of the story is it was, I don't want to say it was good process, bad execution, but it was Josh Myers did the thing that he's been trained to do if certain conditions were met, he thought certain conditions were met, and it turns out those conditions were not met, which is why it became a problem. But to me, that's part of the story. Like, if you're trying to do something because you think something happened and that thing didn't happen, that's on you, right? Like, if you think, oh, I can go 80 in this 65 mile per hour zone because there will be no cops here, and then it turns out there's a cop here. You don't get to say, well, I didn't think there would be a cop here. I mean, you can say it, but it's not going to get you out of the ticket. You're still going to have to pay a bunch of money and I don't know, 15 over. You might, depending on where you are, you might have serious points, might have your license revoked. So at a certain point, it doesn't matter if he had good intentions. Like the road to the Lombardi trophy is paved with good intentions. Every team enters the season. Every player enters the season thinking, I can help my team win a Super Bowl. Oftentimes, that's not the case. What's interesting to me, though, is someone like Rashid Walker gets the start at left tackle. Uh, by all accounts, seems to be ahead of Yash Nyman in the pecking order here at offensive tackle. So... Okay, you're not super sold on Josh Myers. Could you slide Zach Tom into center and play Rashid Walker at right tackle? Like, is that something that could make sense? I'm I'm interested in trying it theoretically. I might be interested in trying it as soon as this week with the Seahawks. Matt LaFleur said Jordan Love is going to play. So could that be a thing that works out for the Packers to get an opportunity to do that? Maybe. That's one of those situations, though, that is up for grabs. Nyman versus Walker is a competition. Whatever's happening at center, I don't want to say it's a competition. I think I think Josh Myers is going to be your day one opening day center. This is not, at least from my perspective, what happened with Royce Newman, where it was clear, at, certainly by like week eight, like this guy, it's not it. Like it seemed like there was an opportunity here and he's not the player you thought but you didn't have a secondary option, so you're just boned. Like, that could be what happens. But Sean Ryan, for example, played awesome. And we've talked about this on the show, Everydayers will remember, we had a conversation about Sean Ryan. If he plays well enough to earn that starting right guard job, not he plays better than JRJ, but like he performs like a starting right guard. And the Packers think JRJ could be better than Josh Myers. Now you have something. You have to be able to replace the person you're moving. This is this is coaching forever. Whether I agree with it always is, is not relevant exactly. Generally, football coaches are saying, I would rather just move one player. So if Josh Myers is not performing, what they would rather do is bring in a backup. They'd rather just say, Jake Hansen, this is your job now, which like, please, no. He had a nice game, but please no. 
rather than move Zach Tom, who is turning into an incredible player at tackle, and then play a worse player at tackle, a more important position. Like, don't do that. Seems like the obvious answer, but maybe they will. I don't, I don't know how thin that razor's edge is that Josh Myers is currently trying to walk. But if it were me, I would at least try Rashid Walker at right tackle just to see what the situation is. What does that do for my flexibility at right tackle? What does that do for my flexibility at offensive tackle? Does that mean Yash Nyman could be sent to a tackle needy team? Could you send Nyman to, you know, for for Tommy Tremble, for example? Just, to, just something I've been thinking about for no particular reason. Interesting to me. Uh, this offensive line basically doesn't give up pressure in the preseason. Zach Tom and Yash Nyman are the only two tackles in preseason to play at least 30 passing snaps and not give up pressure. Basically, the two best tackles at avoiding pressure in the preseason play on the same team, and only one of them can start for the Packers. That's how good this offensive line is. So what, what does that bring you for something else? It is an interesting conversation. I think it is a conversation that we are really enjoying having in August and by the time September rolls around. I don't know that that we'll necessarily be glad that it's not a conversation we're having, but I've come to the conclusion that we might be overrating the center competition. But we'll see. I want to talk about at least one other, but maybe two other positions that we should have an eye on this week as we head toward final roster cutdowns right here on Locked on Packers. Well, we aren't doing the cutdowns. The Packers are, but you get get it. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked on Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are a guaranteed fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming week, let's see who Vinny has picked out as this week's eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. Looking for a player to take in fantasy football drafts who will spark a new team's offense and also help you speed to victory. Then use a luxury pick on Jaguars wide receiver, Calvin Ridley. You remember him former Falcons receiver who got suspended for gambling. Ridley has looked sleek during his first camp in Jacksonville and is ready to rev up again after his time in Atlanta, taking full advantage of riding with rising Trevor Lawrence as his quarterback. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is here to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship is about being a perfect fit with each player on your team. It's the same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shock struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it, and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car every time. Because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what parts your vehicle needs the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. Because... It happens because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. 
For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts the first time at ebaymotors.com with the right prices, of course. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers your first listen every day, every dayers. Check out what we're doing over at The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Jason Hershorn, my co-founder of The Leap, is joining us on the show this week. And go check us out on Subtext. Search for Locked on Packers. I'm going to be sending exclusive content to you, my Subtext audience. Um, texting, you get to we get to chat, talk during the games, have a good time. I've been having a good time with it so far, so go check us out over on Subtext. Last thing I want to hit on here is the running back position. And I said during the game, Manuel Wilson, write his name on the 53 in Sharpie. Maybe, maybe don't. Because Matt LaFleur did not seem as excited about it as, as I was. Part of that is apparently conditioning. Part of that is some of the other things that someone like Patrick Taylor does really well, pass protection, special teams, et cetera. Patrick Taylor did, of course, score in the last game, but that's not everything. I thought Emmanuel Wilson looked awesome. Continues to look great. But there's more to being RB3 than just being a runner. You have to be doing these other things. You have to be able to protect the quarterback to run routes, to play on special teams. And if you're not in good enough shape to do that, and he's a rookie, like there's these these things that that are extenuating circumstances here. But it's a position where, you know, it's not just about being a running back, especially at RB3. Like A.J. Dillon can just be a running back. Aaron Jones can just be a running back. Now, not just runners, mind you. They need to be able to cast patches. They need to be able to pass protect all those things. They don't have to worry about special teams. But Emmanuel Wilson does, or Patrick Taylor does, or Tyler Goodson does. And it we're, as we get closer and closer, I start to feel like my position on this is I love Tyler Goodson. If he gets claimed on waivers, like, okay, Emmanuel Wilson, what a story. What a preseason. What an opportunity for him. If he gets claimed on waivers, okay, it's not that big a deal. Running backs, not that big a deal. Do I think both of those guys make more sense on the Packers roster than Patrick Taylor? Yeah. Do I like them both as football players more than Patrick Taylor? Yeah. But I also understand from the Packers perspective, the value of someone like Patrick Taylor on your roster. And I also understand that he's probably not going to get claimed if you subject him to waivers. And so that also makes him an appealing player for your team. So, I, as we sit here right now today, August 22nd, a week away from cutdowns, final cutdowns, a week from today, you have to have your roster finalized. I am, I am right now of the mind that they're going to keep two true running backs 
And they might keep two on the practice squad if they can fit them. And they just got to hope, okay, between Patrick Taylor, Emmanuel Wilson, and Tyler Goodson, we can get two of those three guys on our practice squad. And guess what? From a, from a team building standpoint, I think that's the right perspective to have. All right, back tomorrow. A lot more here this week on Locked on Packers as we get set for the final preseason game for the Green Bay Packers. That means we get set for final cuts for the Green Bay Packers, which means we get set for the regular season for the Green Bay Packers. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you'll find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like we were on Saturday night, when we in the spot, don't believe me, just watch. Just watch us on our YouTube page, our Locked on Packers YouTube page. Go subscribe there so you can stay Locked on Packers.